Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. I want to talk to you about your car's extended warranty, Ryan Salinas. And I am an aspiring Bitcoin maximalist, Ismail. What is a Bitcoin miner? Oh, you, you, you want to get into all this right now? It's I basically mean, just this, tell me there's, quickly. There's people that have graphics cards and chips that mine cryptocurrency. Um, so they basically print money. But what they're doing is they're like securing the network. So that, that's a very simplified explanation. I'll stop there. Okay, wonderful. I have I see TikToks on it and I'm like, yeah, okay, this looks fun. Like, well, they have a, like a huge a like they have like a huge like warehouse like in the middle of like the Mojave like <laughs> yeah, with just Bitcoin, nothing but computers lined up. The Bitcoin miners need much bigger factories and stuff, but you can mine Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies at home. So there's people that have like graphics cards lying around at home and basically printing money. But the problem is it's very hard to find those graphics cards now, and all these video game people are very upset. It's drama. Of course, of course. All all of all of the cryptocurrency drama. What did you do last night? <laughs> should I should I go first or do you want to go first? Uh, no, I'll, I'll I, want, I don't I, 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 I get so much I get so much flack for not asking you enough questions. I'm interested. I want to know what did you do last night? Th this sounds very genuine. So I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna trust you here. Uh my daughter's at the stage where she's like fighting sleep. Yes, like it's a war, like a World War Three. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to battle. I'm fighting. I'm trying to put <laughs> her to bed. Literally, like on my knees, praying to God, and my phone keeps buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. And I just take a quick peek, and it's just Ryan sending me videos of what he's doing. So uh, I'll let you tell people what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> What's that tea pain? What's going on? It's Usher. Um, so yeah, I had a weird inquiry, and uh, this is the whole, I I posted this thing on our Super Boosters Facebook group. By the Just way, people should people should join if they're not in there already. There's a lot of great content and people in there, so there'll be a link in the show notes slash groups yeah. slash Super Boosters. And the interesting thing here is the f uh, inquiry that I got, like, just came in. Um, I kind of went through it. And I was like, oh, this is this is something like I, I, I kind of like pinpointed what was kind of happening. And it was uh, wait, I wait, guess, wait, wait, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. So first of all, this all happened so quickly. So it we'll did. have to dive into how you did it all and pulled it all together that quickly. Yeah. But what did What did you see in the inquiry that makes you say, "Hey, this is something, and I should jump on it immediately"? How do well, people know? Well, so actually, let me pull the. Please hold. Let me clickety clack over here and figure out what the actual lead said. Uh, the location was on there, which could I mean it could have been anywhere. Whenever you do like large events at hotels it they'll just list you know the huge hotel or whatever and it was it was an email that kind of really tipped me off uh, la, 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 la. please hold uh while you're pulling that up i just i just gotta say that uh <laughs> it's just a world of irony that whenever you're sending me stuff about your glamorous and luxurious life yes <laughs> I'm like, 
in the depths of despair. That's why sometimes I just I don't reply, and then you send more later. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not replying to this anymore. This is so this is so funny. Like people are like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I just got on the plane back from Hawaii." And they're like, oh, it must be so horrible. I was like, yeah, I was in economy. Like, <laughs> it was horrible. What are you talking about? I went to war. Uh, no. So so this is the cool thing. So I have, first of all, I have a, 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 a bigger team now. Uh, I've, I've been fighting it. And you and I have had conversations off air about me. You, I, you made a comment and said that I've kind of like been on my game more. And I think it's just because I simply have help, which is kind of an amazing thing. Um, in a time where people are understaffed, staff doesn't know what's going on. I don't necessarily have that problem. I have really awesome staff and everyone's kind of doing their own little thing that's contributing to, you know, all of us, which is amazing. So that's number one. So this is my thing is I am a huge idea person. So I will dream up something and be like, Oh, we need to do this. Now I have someone to delegate that to, which is really amazing. So one of the things that I wanted to do was, uh, well for PBL, PBL is photo booth live October 18th through 20th in Las Vegas at New York, New York hotel and casino. Uh, you can see it at photoboothlive.co. So anyway, so I'll come up with a couple of like crazy ideas and send it to someone and then that person makes it happen, which is so amazing. And I'm really grateful for it. The issue it's, here is – go ahead. I was, was going to say you definitely have been on your game more lately. Um, it just shows a testament to like the importance of having a team. I've, I've made it a goal this year ever since I had my second kid to try to reduce my bandwidth because you can only do so much, right? Just – in general, but um, you can't even do much more by yourself. The The importance of a team is really valuable. It's just hard to find the right people. Um, so for some reason, you're doing well and attracting the right people. I've met some of them, and I don't know how you do it. I don't know. It's really hard to find employees now. People are competing like crazy just to hire people. So the fact that you're able to get people like that is really, really, really valuable, especially now. I am super lucky right now, and I absolutely recognize it because uh, there have been times where I have – had a great staff and had a not so great staff. And it just, it's an ebb and flow kind of thing. But for example, I had a client email me. So at the moment I'm in Vegas, I have a lot of equipment all over Texas. And I had a client email me, which is, this is a rather big one for later on in, in November, December. She emailed me and she's like, Hey, listen, we're really super excited for this activation. I want to have, uh, they wanted a vinyl printed on the 360, but they wanted to do it. So normally I would take care of that, but they were super adamant because it has to be like, I don't know, some particular resolution or something because of brand standards, whatever they want to do it fine. So she's like, can I get the dimensions? And I was like, I don't have the exact dimensions. Let me send a text to someone. So I sent a text to someone said, Hey, go to the warehouse. I need you to measure this send the measurements to this person on my team. So then that person got the measurements. That person went and went in Adobe and built like this, like weird, like little schematic for it, sent that to another person. And we ended up doing like this really cool, like tech spec thing. 
ever since then, like three people have asked me, Hey, do you have like the specs for this? Sure. Send it off. And it's just like such a cool asset that we have now. So like, I'm so excited for that. And truthfully, we should have had that a long time ago, but it's kind of awesome that, you know, a client will send me something. I'll be like, Hey, can you do this? That person's into someone. And then things get magically done in a period of hours, which normally if I had to do it, I would have to wait till I flew back to do it myself. And all that is just kind of eliminated right now. So go ahead. I mean, there, there's just so many out of my curiosity about building a team. Like I could just dive into so many questions, but I don't want to go too off topic. Well, we'll maybe we'll do another episode about uh, team building. Well, and that's a big thing right now. Um, everyone is having issues with building a team. I see it on Facebook every single day of people that are like, I, someone posted today that they sent out a, uh, a team to go do an event for the first time by themselves. They had a refund oh, yeah, client so, because they took three hours. I saw I that, that was. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened. Um, and then you had people that, you know, have a quick turnaround. I've had that before. I've had, I've hired someone. Ooh, this is a good one. Ooh, this is a really good one. Not really. I'm kind of overselling that one. However, there, there was, there was, it's, it's, it's a nice little anecdote, not a full story. So we put out the job descriptions and got an interview with this person. This person comes in very clean, very polished, very like on their game, extremely articulate, such a people person, loved it, hired the person. First of all, this person told me a story about what was going on with their kid. And it was just something that kind of came out. And he said uh, he just got full custody of his daughter. This is his. I was like, oh, well, that's like wonderful. Good for you. Come to find out he goes to an event. Stupid me. Stupid me. Puts a whole bunch of money into it right off the right off the bat. I mean, business cards, shirts, like pay for the email, the whole nine, which was just stupid on my part. So. But this is me trying to be proactive and like be on my game. He ends up coming in and goes to his first event, uh, was late and had like another event, ended up not showing up for the second one. So I was like, okay, you're done if you're not going to show up. Well, then I got an, I got a phone call from, this was in Texas. So I got a call from Texas workforce and they're like, oh, we just had a claim for this person saying that, first of all, they were unemployed. I was like, this person never showed up. So no. Then uh, actually the original phone call was like, oh, he, you have to do wage garnishment for this person because there was a judgment against him in like a custody battle or whatever. I'm like, you are joking me. He gave us this whole story about how he just got custody, yet we have to do wage garnishment on him because he has to pay child support. I was like, this is a little much. Well, I'm, gl I'm glad that you got into that little anecdote because uh, we started off by talking about the great team and how things are great and everyone's, everything's wonderful. Uh, but you also go through, like you said, ebbs and flows where you don't have as great an experience. So like people that are not having a great experience yet with their team, um, it doesn't magically happen. Sometimes you have to go yeah. through the negative parts too. Uh, but eventually you'll get there if you just keep going. So anyways, we'll talk about this next week. However, back to, back to the story. So the whole issue here is I am going through my website because I do that often. And I'll go through there and I'll be like, okay, 
what is wrong here? What's going on? Whenever I have inquiries, there's a whole bunch of inquiries coming in for nonprofit events. I don't have a nonprofit label. So I'm realizing, okay, well, I need to put in a nonprofit label. So go in there to put in the label in the system. And I was like, you know what? I don't have brand activation on here. I mean, I have corporate event, but I don't have brand activation. So I went through my inquiry form and redid everything and put in brand activation. I'll be damned if the very first one that came in was Usher. Like got the inquiry and it said brand activation. So what I noticed was the email. So the the inquiry said it was at Caesar's Palace. And then I looked at the email and it's a stealth email. Like I'm sure Oprah has like a stealth email. <laughs> you know, I think so. I don't know if oh, she even for just, sure. Maybe she doesn't even send email. Like at that level, you probably don't even do your own email. I'm sure she does. Absolutely sure she does. She's oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt in my mind. We're good friends. So, anyways, <laughs> so the lead comes in and I send the email and it's for the next day. Uh so whenever I did that, I was like, hey, just making sure this is for the tomorrow like now and she goes yes it's for tomorrow can we get on a call i was like yes we can accomplish this yes uh here's what i need can you get on a call at 10 sure hop on the call at 10 and she goes well let me see if i can get usher's manager so it was a member from my team myself uh usher's manager and the admin we're on the phone call and I was like, you know what I need to do? I, I've been in the habit of doing this. So and I think this is what absolutely contributed to me getting this piece of business so quickly is I built an online generator for my photo booth mockups. So now if I get a brand activation or trade show or larger event, I go into Canva and I have these pre-built uh, templates, I guess, for the start screen because i'll customize the start screen which it's so easy to do in canva and we talked about this a couple weeks ago in the canva episode i'll do a start screen export it pop it in the generator and then i'll do the tower of the photo booth with like whatever like logo or graphic or whatever just something like a quick little like mock-up like hey this is what i think it should look like pop it into the system and i'll include it in the proposal so every proposal now that goes out and, and I get this a lot because whenever I did my video course, or if you heard me in Australia with a video talk, I did how to create uh, promo videos. The question that I got asked the most is, do you do this for every event? And that answer is no. It's first of all, impossible for me to do every event because I'm getting 60 leads a day. And th that's just impossible. So what I'll do is for the really good ones, the really high level ones, I'll take the extra time and I'll, you know, do something in Canva real quick, pop it into the generator and then pop it into the proposal. The whole process takes about three minutes and that's just because I'm doing it so quickly and so often and it just comes quicker and I just kind of think like that. But even if it took 30 minutes, right, it's still worth it for people to do. And I think this is like another really cool example. We didn't even mention this on the episode about Canva, but like how powerful that tool can be if you just find ways to apply things and it, it makes it easier to automate stuff. Uh, you still have to put the pictures in, but you automate a lot of the other aspects of it too. So I urge people to check that episode out again, and maybe there's other ways to apply it too in your own business. 
you know, that's another thing that I did yesterday was we had a pinch and we had a, first of all, I have no clue how people aren't doing questionnaires now. I can send out questionnaires and no one is doing them. And I have no clue how this is happening. Like we'll send it to the client and they're not completing the questionnaire. I will hound them and yell at them and scream at them and get on the phone and call everybody and nothing. Absolutely well, that's interesting. Nothing. Why do you think that's changing? I do changed? not know. I do not know. We had a client book us last minute, and I know we're getting off topic, but that's fine. You're going to listen anyways. Tough. Uh, we we had a client book Tuesday for Saturday, and I was like, listen, I need this ASAP if you want everything customized, and nothing. I mean nothing. And we'll get into that in a moment. However, uh, uh what? I would say a, a couple a couple things that stood out so far about why you're able to everyone that's going to listen to this or sees your post is like, oh, how does Ryan get these, man? How does he get these? Well, go ahead. You you saw the opportunity, right? And you acted extremely quickly. Mm. And when the person's like, hey, this is for tomorrow, you were like, yeah, no problem. And then boop, 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 here's a picture, a mock up. And I think a lot of people, if they were presented with that opportunity for the event tomorrow, They'd be like, well, I don't know. It's short notice. It's going to yes. cost more. Yeah. And you just you just said, yeah, no problem. Here you go. Here's a mock-up. And I think just by doing that one little step, it shows them that, hey, this guy could do it tomorrow. Look at what he did so quickly. So like little things like that. Send. What message are you communicating to your clients? Are you well, hesitating or are you delivering? This is another thing that popped up is the in the in the inquiry, it said, oh, we tried calling today and nobody answered. And I'm like, well, that's not the case. And just know that because we'll get to that in a moment. So phone call, 10 o'clock. Hey, uh, you know, here's all the things we can do. Hey, here's, you know, the idea. This is where it's going to go. Awesome. Fantastic. And I I said to Usher's manager, I was like, oh, did you get the mock-up? And she's like, no, I didn't. I was like, what is your cell phone number? She gives me her cell phone number. Genius. And I've done, and Ismail knows this trick because I've done this with his wife. <laughs> that's all i got ismail's wife's number to talk behind his back with this it all went downhill since then it really well it's it's my it's it, well, first of all this is all my fault ismail having his second kid and in the depths of vomit and bedtime is my fault it is absolutely my fault well, I'm, I'm glad you acknowledged it publicly um unfortunately <laughs> it doesn't do me any good right now this is true. Well, the reason why it's my fault is because I co-conspired with Ismail's wife to go to Australia, and that's where it all began. So mm. my fault. I did it. I did it to myself. Uh, so I, I, did you get the mock-up? Oh, let me get your phone number. Texted it. Your, and she, oh, my God, this is amazing. And she's like, yes, this is what we want. And she's like, you can do it for today. And I'm like, sure. Uh got off the phone um originally the, uh, so the comment of the question that i got was well how much did you get paid originally the the inquiry said hey listen would you be interested in exchange for tickets and a social media post and some other stuff uh they wanted to do it in trade and i was like you know i have tons of these booths lying around why not? So I didn't commit to anything in the inquiry. I said, yes, we are open to this partnership. And I left it at that. And 
got on the phone and we discussed, she was like, well, I don't even know what this costs. I said, like, well, this is how much it is. X amount of dollars per day. We're doing this amount of days. I said, and she mentioned that there's going to be a wrap party. I said, I go, I have no problem delivering it and transferring it to the wrap party complimentary. And she's like, that is wonderfully fair. And I was like, we don't charge for the booth wrapping and like, I'll do the, the wrap party for free. And she's like, that is wonderfully fair. Um, funny enough. Well, I'm not sure if I want to say this. Uh, say it, say it. <laughs> so Usher's manager has an accent. And I said, where are you? So this is after we do all the business. And I say, oh, well, where are you from? And she goes, I am from Melbourne, Australia. And I was like, that is so fun. I was there last year before all this crap started. And we just started chit-chatting with Australia speak of, you know, locations and, oh, I went to this place. And I said, oh, my favorite city is blah, blah, blah. And this is very specific. And she goes, that's where my daughter is right now. And I was like, we went to this restaurant, blah, 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 just chit chatting. And she was just, it was just, it was just amazing. And so we kind of got along on that level. That is also another thing that I do that I recognize that I absolutely do is yes, we talk about the business, but I want to get to know this person to start that relationship because people don't buy, she could have got a photo booth from anyone. It didn't matter. And I'm sure there's someone else that would have jumped through hoops for her. However, it was the relationship part that I was kind of more interested in. I mean, that goes to the old adage of you do business with people you know, like, or trust, right? And I know a, a personal friend of mine who's done very well just in sales, like extraordinarily well in his life. Uh, and he just does sales. Like he gets paid to just hang out with people because those people end up, end up booking his company for jobs, right? And he, I asked him once, like, what's like your best sales advice? And he said... He would go into someone's office and he wouldn't focus on selling. He mm -hmm. would look around the office. He'd look at the photos. He'd look at anything like, oh, are there sports posters? Are there trophies? Are there whatever? And try to find something to connect on with that person. And once you have that connection, like you did with this person with the Australia thing, you form a bond and then you start talking about things you both like. That's kind of, that's hard to break. And it makes people more likely to do business with you. Yeah. So we kind of got along and she was like, okay, that's great. Let's do it. She goes, there were some invoicing issues. Uh, and I was Wait, like, okay, so, so this, yeah. per this person, they, they actually paid you. Yeah. I gave her uh, my full rate for what so they were asking that, for. First of all, I, I love that you were very honest and open uh, about, Hey, I'm open to a partnership. Right. A lot of people would be like, no, you got to get paid. What are you doing? But this is the reality of what the big boys are doing. Right. So you mm. were open about that. I appreciate that. How did you go from that to actually getting paid? So she I said, listen, this is how much it costs. And the residency is in a couple of pieces. And then there's also a festival next year. And we were chit chatting. And she was like, I'd love to start this partnership, blah, blah, blah. And we were going back and forth on. I guess what would happen later on in the year. And I told her, I was like, I will charge you just for each regular day. And then I'll do the, the wrap party. And then I'll do the vinyl for free. And she was like, that's more than reasonable. Let's do it. Great. Fantastic. So 
I'm like, okay, I need, this is what I need. And the, uh, admin got me the artwork and I was able to put something together real quick in Canva, funny enough. So it was similar to, it was similar to the mock-up. Uh, there were a couple little minor changes, pulled the logo online, uh, everything that I was able to pull was high res. So we didn't really have that huge of an issue. I did the booth wrap, sent it to the printer, got ready, loaded the photo booth up, went to go pick up the artwork and went to go deliver it. I did the vinyl on the spot. We had issues with placement and then we were all just kind of chit-chatting and she was like, how does this work? Well, la, la, la. And so this is another thing is we were also talking about what we're going to do for the actual activation. So I was like, hey, listen, what if we did like a video? And she was like, yeah, we can get him to do a little uh, like a like a little drop or whatever. So I asked about could we use the music? And she's like, well, she was like, normally we wouldn't have an issue. However, there is multiple writers with certain songs and it would just it's possible, but it would just take a little bit longer. And I was like, listen, you can just have him record something on his phone. So the goal is to, so we're going to do a video activation later, but just at the time we just needed it like right then and there. And I was like, do you just want, she's like, we just want to do a boomerang. I was like, not a problem. Popped in the boomerang, put the placement, we're all having a good time. And, uh, so we're in, they're doing like this really cool, like immersive experience backstage. So you pay like a thousand dollars to get to go to this. It's like a meet and greet. There's like merch included. There's cocktails. There's a photo booth there. It's like a little lounge. It's really freaking cool. And no one really kind of has done it like this before. Uh, so anyway, so we're setting up and Usher walks in and I was a little shocked at how I, I, I can feel your eyes sparkle as you said that. <laughs> Well, it was – well, it's interesting because like with – I don't care about celebrities. I really don't. But I'm going to get to why this was so special for me towards the end. Whenever I did the Oprah event, it was pulsating. I mean that whole building, that whole room was like – did you ever see that movie Interstellar? And like he touches the wall and like the wall like ripples. That's what Oprah was like. Like it was it was just like a surreal experience. And you knew it was, oh my gosh, Oprah's gonna be here. And it was just like, you know, everyone's freaking out. With with this, it it was just so interesting to me how much creative control he had within this experience that technically could have been delegated to someone else and him not even care. He was the one telling us like, oh, where the stuff should move. And they were doing like projections on the wall and some of the projections weren't working. And he's like, well, what if we move it? So it was inter it was interesting to me how involved he was in that part of the process, which I very much appreciated. He was so nice. Um, funny enough, no one called him Usher. It was always Mr. Raymond backstage, which I thought was just so sweet. Uh, and, you know, it was great. He came in. They uh, had a little like it's a it's a weird room where they were doing um it's like a rehearsal space but they also opened up the doors for this like immersive experience or something it was it was just cool the whole thing was just freaking cool so um it, it sounds cool and I, I saw the video so i know it was cool um i i do have to go back to something though because i feel like people listening 
uh, may have gotten triggered by this or, or can't let it go. So I, I just want to kick this with you for, for a little bit. What What's your take on the fact that like everyone here is trying to make a living. They're trying to run a business. They're trying to make money. Um, they're charging social events. And then you have people that literally making millions of dollars working these events like Usher, for example. And they're trying to get a free photo booth for a social media shout. I, I would just be very curious to hear on the behalf of the audience, your take, uh, you riff on that a little bit. How do you interpret that? What do you think that means for people, et cetera? So here's the thing is, so all of these things have budgets and he was already four shows into this. So I can already tell that the budget was already gone for this. So they had a minimal budget for whatever. I can get that. Um, you know what? But, it, but, 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 but but I'm just going to tell you what someone listening is going to say. Yeah, they got a budget, but they got millions of dollars, right? We're not well, talking about someone that's like, oh, very strictly has to stick to a budget. They don't have money. You know right? what? This is this is the difference between the individual. Usher has money. The tour may not have money or the tour may have only, you know, so much amount for sponsorships or whatever the case may be. It's kind of like the way how I see it is like nonprofits. I never really give out discounts to nonprofits because they're almost always covered by a sponsor. And we talk about this in Kelly Williams episode. I mean, that's just, I, 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 I don't do that. You want to tell me that you're going to give Susan G. Komen a discount? Like, no, they have like the largest freaking budget of like the, the admin for that particular charity outweighs like the money that actual goes to like breast cancer research or whatever. Like it's but, just. I'm, it's, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna point out, Ryan, that someone listening is gonna be like, "You don't want to give a discount to a charity, but you do an event for free for Usher for social media shadow. Not you didn't do it, but I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to dig into this topic because I think it's media and people debate this all the time, right? This is this is the thing is y'all can yell and scream all about this. Well, he got paid. Well, he didn't get paid. Well, this was a social media post. Well, this wasn't worth it. Well, this was. I I mean I don't really care. It was right for me. It, it, it was right. I mean, I had literally the photo booth that I delivered is my test photo booth that sits to the left of me by my desk. It was doing nothing. I'd rather go out and make money than it just be sitting here keeping me company. So whenever, whenever I got the inquiry and it said, Hey, listen, are you, can we do this? I know that that person was like, Hey, let's just see what we can get out of someone, which is fine. They have every right to do that. You don't have to take it. I didn't commit to anything. I was like, well, let's see what they have to say first. So then we go in, you know, here's the rate. Great. That's fantastic. You know, that's fair that I'm giving them the wrap and the wrap party for free. What have you? I go there to deliver it. This is where it kind of gets amazing. So Mr. Raymond is there and he goes, Oh, are you going to the show tonight? I was like, well, we don't have tickets. <laughs> he looks in and he looks at his his manager and she goes, Well, we can get him some tickets. We set up, he leaves and finish the setup, plugging everything in. You know, uh because of unions and stuff, the the staff there had to tape down all, all of the work, so we didn't have to do any of that. So I just want to make sure that was all done. Texted the admin. She goes, I said, oh, everything's set up. She goes, great, fantastic. I'll bring over your tickets. Hmm. Hands us the tickets. She, I'm like, we'll be back in, you know, two hours. 
went to the show and I was screaming so much. <laughs> it was yes. so much fun. It was so much fun. So Usher paid me to go to his concert. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. You you were screaming so much that we were supposed to record the next day, but we couldn't. That's how much you were screaming. Um, I, w- I will say there's so many takeaways from what you just said. Where do I begin? Um, first of all, I love that you said what's right for you, right? People are debating stuff online all day and all night. Who cares? If, if let's say your dream was to go to an usher event or whatever, and this allows you to do it and that's enough for you. All right. Good for you. Let's say you yeah. can book other, other gigs from the social media post and you get more clients and you get more other big clients and all good for you. Right. It's not value is not just about dollars, right? Everybody has different measures of value and what's worth it for them. But the other great point that you made was that, um, you were open to it, but where, where a lot of people would have said, no, I don't get out of bed for less than blah, blah, blah. You just said you were open to it and you still ended up making money yeah. and you still ended up going to the event. So I guess the takeaway there is don't shut the door before you walk in and look around. Yeah. So this is why this kind of meant so much to me. And I kind of went through this like little like, catharsis or whatever. So we do the event, you know, getting the vinyl wrap, getting, you know, the install, like that was all like, it was all super, super quick. And one of the things that happened during quarantine was I, I put so much effort. This is, this is where it comes down to someone made a comment on this post and was like, Oh, you're so lucky, which one of the members from my team was offended by that. And this has nothing to do with luck. Yes, there was she well you're lucky that you know you got the inquiry over quarantine i went through every page of my website i did a huge redesign i went through you know all this seo stuff i did courses on this stuff i did all this effort into making sure that whenever events came back i would be the one to get it and so to say that that's lucky is incorrect because it was really by design like there is a reason that person found me. So the whole thing here is it was really amazing for me to put all that work. I mean, I was suicidal May of 2020. I mean, suicidal. I was like looking in the couch cushions for money. I mean, I was about to start a flipping lemonade stand. Like that's how like I would like I would do stuff for quarters. So it was such a cool thing for me to be sitting down in a huge Vegas theater whenever events came back and I didn't have to pay for those seats. I got paid to do this event and we had such a blast. Like that was just such a full circle moment for me. I love that. I think, you know, I I agree with everything you just said. And it's fascinating to me, people who are successful, when you ask them that question, they all have a different take on it. Like some people acknowledge, you know, there's some luck involved. There's some other factors involved, blah, blah, blah. But I'll never forget when I was working on Wall Street, um, this topic came up with like a very senior executive at a big, very big company. And he also got offended. And he's like, there's there's nothing, there's no luck involved with me being in this corner office. You can't sit in that cubicle and wait to get lucky, right? You have to go out and get it and you have to put the work in. And people don't like to talk about that. They just like to see people with nice things and be like, oh, Ryan, uh, that must be nice. Yeah. It is nice. It's very nice, 
but you don't want to see what it took to get it. For sure. And, and the thing is, it's so stupid. It really is stupid. Like if I, I remember whenever I first started doing photo booths or even weddings in general, you're like, oh, I want to do the huge, massive events. La, la, la. You don't know how to do them then. Whenever you first are, you have no clue how to do this stuff. Like you have to really – it's kind of like you have to kiss a lot of frogs to get to the prince. You have to screw up a lot in order to get your first real high-end client and not screw it up. I mean that's just that's just incredibly how it goes. You know, and to say that yes, there is a little bit of luck. So whenever I, w- I we finished setting up, I'm getting the tickets, I asked I I asked the admin. I was like, "How did you find us?" Because I've already set up the fact of oh, we're friends now. And so I could ask her this relatively personal question she whips out her phone she pulls down the text thread she goes oh we were given these three photo booth companies and i was at the bottom uh one of the things that i noticed was she goes i called all of these numbers nobody picked up the phone which i knew that i could not wait to tell you this because that was just so interesting to me funny enough i haven't i haven't heard of these people this is not like the usual suspects that i get of oh it's between this company or this company because like i get there are regular companies that i will get inquiries for that i know that the other company got an inquiry from um so that's that's common number one so the the people that were on this list were not normally on the list that i am compared with which was interesting to me, number one. Uh, number two, these people didn't have websites, which was a little interesting to me. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure they do. However, that person wasn't given the website. Um, she she said that she called, no one picked up. I was like, okay. She goes, I filled out your inquiry, and she said that we had a message contact from you within like three minutes or something like that. She was like, it was super quick. Um, so that was, that was the first part of it. And I was really interested with, so uh, the other thing is whenever we were on the, she was showing me the list, uh, a link was sent. We were the only one that had a social media photo on the back on the link. So whenever, so they're, uh, they're, uh, those social sharing images. So whenever you send a link to someone, it'll pull up that, that little header image. Uh, we were the only ones that did that. And I made sure that the, this particular one was all custom. So all I like, I have gone through my entire website and I have made social media images for every single, for every single, uh, website page. And it's all custom that way, whenever you pull it up. So all this stuff is really intentional. And the photo that she pulled up for this particular thing was very, uh enticing i guess like oh yeah this is what i'm looking for so i made sure that the social media sharing image was what it was supposed to be you know yeah and and a couple takeaways there too is that you it's it's not luck i think you're hungry right you're responding quickly you're 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 hustling to win the business so that's not really as much luck as is, is it, it is hard work. And the other thing that was interesting is that you said it was a new names. So to me, um, I don't know if I'm off base here, but I feel like that might be a sign of uh, the industry changing where there's p- new people jumping in, uh, which is great for people listening that are trying to take the next step 
or that are just getting started, there's a lot of opportunity now, uh, maybe because a lot of people are not focused. They've dropped the ball. They're doing other things. Who knows what's going on? But you have an opportunity to take the next step up or get started and hit the ground running mm. uh, because Usher's manager had new people on her phone, right? It could be you. The interesting thing here is whenever we were doing the uh, the the walkthrough, you know, I'm we're setting all this stuff up, and I was really interested in the fact that crap, I lost my fucking track of thought. Hold on. Well, uh, but while you think of that, I just want to throw one last thing in there. Um, the other thing start, people say start is again. start start again. Just the other thing people say is that uh, oh, it's all about who you know. You know, people say it's lucky and then they say it's who you know. Well, that lady, Usher's manager, had three names on her list. So two people were on that list. Someone knew somebody and referred them, but they didn't follow through, right? They didn't pick up the phone. They didn't deliver. It's not just about who you know. You have to deliver and back it up. So you backed it up and you got the job. Good for you. The other the other thing is whenever I was doing these mock-ups, I'm recognizing now that our industry is changing. You cannot do the things that you did two years ago to still survive now. And one of those things is mock-ups. For me, that's what I do for me that sets me apart from everyone else is a lead comes in. I think, yeah, this, uh, this event kind of hits all my check marks. I will go ahead and do that extra step to make sure that I earn that business, which is what's really happening. And that's the big difference here is it's earning the business because before, if I would have seen a lead come in for today, for tomorrow, and it was, I don't care who it is. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to run, you know, my head ragged for, you know, event that's tomorrow. Like, so that's the difference is just kind of like a, like the attitude. Um, the other thing here is, I think you're right. It is a little bit of like the willingness to do it. Um, a little bit of like the responsiveness. I just, I'm realizing that. Do you remember, do you remember that TV show undercover boss? Yep. So undercover boss was a TV show that came out of a recession. It's what America needs to see right now. America needs to see CEOs starting at the bottom and going from there. That's kind of what I had to do. I had to, start at the bottom, recognize all the stuff that was wrong in my business that will make it survive 2021. And I, I think that's the issue is it's has a lot more to do with attitude than you think. Yeah. I think to, to wrap up this conversation, I would like to just, you know, focus on the mindset aspect of this. Like you just said, the attitude, I think a lot of it is mindset and people don't realize this. Like you have certain limiting beliefs that hold you back in life. Where you might see Ryan and be like, oh, you know, he's lucky. Oh, oh, he he knows the right people. Oh, you know, I can't do that. Well, you can't. If you don't have the mindset that you can do it, or if you don't have the mindset to be like, hey, how did he do it? How did he win that job? How did he get on that list and try to learn and improve? And like Ryan just said, like work from the bottom again and, and redo your business. You can't really get far without that right mindset. And I think a lot of people are, are just content sitting there and commenting and throwing shade at people saying, hey, I won't get out of bed for less than X dollars per day, blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's fine. You're only holding yourself back. There's other people that are more than willing to work and grow. So 
you have to focus on developing the right mindset and surrounding yourself with the right people. Thankfully, it's more easier now than ever before. Uh, you can listen to people on podcasts. You can join groups online and you can surround yourself with people that have that right mindset and not get stuck in whatever situation you're in. So my my kind of final thought is something that I didn't talk about is someone asked me, what is my rate for something like this? Uh, the rate that I have was a daily rate and they paid my rate. That rate may be different from your rate. And the issue here is this particular event or series of events rather worked with my schedule. Um, I have traveling coming up in, uh, a couple of weeks. This fell right into where I needed it to be for the schedule. So not only did the money work out, but the schedule worked out and that was really important. So for example, I have an event in New York, uh, next week it is, it falls right in between. Um, so I'm, I'm completely fine with being able to do the event. Let's say I was in New York. Cause I thought about this. I was like, well, what if I was in New York? What if I was in Texas or what if I was in Florida and I got this call? Could I have made it in time? Would I have gone through all the trouble that I did to make it back to Vegas in time? Um, I think that the rate probably would have been a little bit higher. And if they would have paid it, I probably would have still done it. So it's easy to be like, oh, well, could have, should have Prada. I was in town. It hit all my check marks. It worked for me. And I got to go to the concert. Like what more could you ask for? You know? 